Welcome back, weird people. I'm Cassie. And I'm Tiffany. And this is our one and done episode. On our one and done, we drink a beer and have a typically lighthearted discussion relating to our main episode. Yeah. And this week, it is for sure related because if you listen to our main episode this week, you know we talked about Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. And this one and done, we are going to talk about Bigfoot, but in a slightly different light. Bow chicka bow wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So prepare yourself. I feel like it should be in your wheelhouse, quite honestly. Uh, I think you would be safe to assume that, but it's not, quite honestly. <laughs> What's the beer that we're drinking today? Um, we are drinking now. This one is kind of interesting. It is oyster stout, and it's an ale brewed with whole oysters. <laughs> you don't look excited. I was just thinking, does that mean it's fishy? I have no idea. I've never Something's tried it. Something's fishy around here, and it's my beer. I used to think, um, you know that idiom, I smell a rat? Mm-hmm. I used to accidentally say, I smell a fish. You know, I might love this. I love Clamato. It's not fishy at all. It just has more flavor. Yeah. So this is from Hen House Brewing, and they are out of Sonoma County, California. Oh, nice. I know. I love Sonoma County. Another brewery for our Northern California Brewery Tour. In our horse and buggy. Yes. Yes. Um, Okay. Are you ready to try this? Yes. I figured it would be a fun um, adventure for the two of us. Okay, it's nice and dark. You know I like a dark beer. Ooh, it's good. It's very good. I don't know what the oysters are doing. I mean, I don't know if I... I was a little confused because, well, it is Hen House Brewing Company. Mm -hmm. There's a hen on it with an egg. I think that's just for them. But is there... Oh, I was thinking of Rocky Mountain Oysters. (laughs) Those are a different kind of oyster. Maybe that's... maybe They look similar to an egg. (laughs) Maybe it's actually testicles. Um, no, this is really good. It's very good. I love a dark beer. And I love the can too. Ooh, this would be really good with like onion rings and like a mm-hmm. kind of like spicy dipping sauce. Yes. Ooh. That sounds delicious. Yeah. Mm, now I need onion rings. Okay. This beer is good. So we're talking Bigfoot erotica. Now, <laughs> I just said that so casually and just freaked myself out. Mm-hmm. Um, but Hey, it's, it's a thing. This is the level that we're at. Yeah. We're just casually throwing out Bigfoot erotica. Yes. So what is Bigfoot erotica? You ask it was, it wasn't unknown, but I feel like it was underground and it really came to, um, came into pop culture in 2018 because a rival congressman and congresswoman were battling for a seat in the House of Representatives. Mm-hmm. And one of them, being an investigative journalist, found and tweeted an old Instagram post from her opponent. And it was a pencil <laughs> sketch of a Sasquatch with a big giant dick covered with a black rectangle. She accused him of being unfit for the House of Representatives because he was into Bigfoot erotica. That might be the best thing about a politician is that they're into Bigfoot erotica. Uh, I uh, Honestly, <laughs> you have my vote. Well, not this guy specifically because it turns out he's kind of a skis ball anyways. Yeah. Um, but if he wasn't and that was his campaign, 
if that's his biggest flaw, I'm in. Yeah. So he said he wasn't into Bigfoot erotica. He said it was a joke between his military buddies. Um, But he also said that he was writing a book about the mating habits of Bigfoot. So it kind (laughs) of sounds like you're into Bigfoot erotica, dude. I'm not into Bigfoot erotica. I just write books about Bigfoot having sex. Yes. (laughs) That's a total politician way to say things. Um, He lost. Um, But... Believing in Bigfoot or trying to study the habits of Bigfoot in mating season wasn't the worst thing that he could have done. It turns out he had ties to the KKK. Oh, fuck him then. Yeah, totally. Um, I'm actually like just upset that now that might be in the same sentence as Bigfoot. I know. I was like, come on. Really? You have to like Bigfoot and the KKK? Yeah. Like the Bigfoot... Or the KKK doesn't deserve Bigfoot. No, that's what I'm saying. Anyways. I don't want them in any way linked in anybody's mind. And also, if that invest, if the his rival was really that good of an investigative journalist, she probably should have found the KKK shit instead of the instead of the Bigfoot dick shit. <laughs> um, sadly, I think more people got upset about Bigfoot than they did the KKK affiliation. Yeah, probably. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, that guy can fuck off. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of when it came to the forefront. Mm-hmm. and uh, people are like, wait, what? This is a thing? So it had always been a thing. People just didn't know about it unless they knew about it. Yeah, if, if that you were like sense. in the, if you're in the inner circle, you yes. knew. Because yes. is it, this isn't the kind of thing you throw out to like, oh, I ran into someone's at the grocery store and I just gave them a copy of my Mm-mm. Bigfoot erotic fan fiction. No. Okay, so in 2014... Um, a multi-part series titled Come for Bigfoot oh, shit. earned the author $30,000 a month on Kindle. Oh, shit. I'm telling you, you don't Fuck know the about book that I'm working on. <laughs> this is what I'm doing. Seriously. You don't know about Bigfoot erotica unless you know about it. And if you know about it, you know about it. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah. So I decided to dig through the Kindle bin of Bigfoot erotica on Amazon. I love it. I mean. You are woke. We are so woke at this point. Be prepared to be amazed or horrified. All right. So let's get into it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the first book that I found on Amazon Mm -hmm. is titled Bend Over by Bigfoot. (laughs) <laughs> authored by Maggie Lent, and you can get it for $2.69 on Kindle. Oh my God, I love the price point. $2.69? You're not the only one, because it was described as steamier than a latte and half the price. Oh. Yeah, That if that doesn't sell this. Okay, do you know the price point for the book where the guy made thirty grand? Um. Yes, I found those books and they were just under $10. Some of these prices, I've, I'm just saying the price is so low that the, he sold so many copies she, or she sold so many copies, a, t- a shit ton. I give a little backstory on, okay. um, on her. She's kind of, I'm kind of obsessed with her. Okay. Um, so Maggie Lent shares her first person story of a romantic getaway of the forest of British Columbia, Canada. That takes a massive turn for the kinkiest. <laughs> 
And this is the, de- oh, so these are the descriptions off Amazon. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I figured. So um, I didn't read any of these books, so I didn't, I can't describe them. Yeah. Um, Bent Over by Bigfoot is the gripping story of Maggie finding herself overpowered and overcome by the strongest beast in nature, Bigfoot. Capital G graphic, visual details, scent details, potent flavor details. Ew, I don't think I like the scent or flavor, and Bigfoot is supposed to smell bad. And of course, the thrilling details of how big, how long, and how hard Bigfoot is. Oh my god. Okay, so I'm wondering if this, okay, so this fetus is, is obviously a size thing. I'm assuming, right? But it's well, also yeah. might be. I didn't even think about that. Like some people are into funky smells. Um. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe. You I know, wish everybody could see the face I'm making right now because <laughs> I look like a dead fish. It's, the smell thing is. It's it's not a pleasant face. Um. I, you know, last episode we talked about the um stent the stench. It's like kind of notorious with a Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, it could just be he's he or she's like packed full of pheromones, you know? Yeah, that would make sense. And also when you're covered in hair, I mean, think of like a dog smell. Yeah. I mean. Or a bear Or smell. a bear. A bears yeah. are very stinky. Yeah. Um, You know, I do know people who are super into like natural body odor. Yeah. Like. I'm not one of those people in case anybody was wondering. I'm not. That person's not me. Cassie's not doing the thinly veiled. I have a friend. No, no. But I do know someone. I, I, I have to to get personal a little bit. I have to say that I am attracted to my husband's natural scent, Mm -hmm. but not his natural body odor. Yeah. I like it when like you can smell like dirt Mm -hmm. and I'm into that, but Mm -hmm. I'm not into BO. No. My husband's BO smells like melting plastic. I think we should probably visit a dietitian. Is he, does he have pica? Is he eating the kids' toys? I mean, he does drink a lot of Dr. Pepper. Not sponsored, by the way. Dr. Pepper sponsor us. Send us Dr. Pepper, please. <laughs> Actually, I've never thought about talking to a doctor about his melting plastic I'm just armpits. Um, anyways, okay. So, yes, a, a common theme through these is like Bigfoot has a giant cock so Mm -hmm. i guess if you're a size queen you'd be into it Mm -hmm. um if you go the other way you'd write chupacabra fan fiction yes or the one inch mongolian death worm (laughs) one inch (laughs) and he'd just like crawl right up in there (laughs) just kind of shake around yeah electrocute you (laughs) yes yes um Okay, so I didn't read this, but I got the feeling that it was more of like a BDSM erotic variety. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's probably like submission and dominance, which seemed to be a popular theme with Bigfoot. Like, Well, that would make sense. I mean, it's such a big creature. Yeah, it was a lot of the themes of these are like Bigfoot kidnaps, damsel in distress, like dominates her and then she falls in love with him. Like there was a lot of that thing going on which I'm not super into personally it's like kind of like the King Kong story too yeah but I think a little bit more but sexual yeah um so but I did find a review on this so this review is a five out of five stars wow omg new to this author but thought why not well written outrageously dramatic and totally unbelievable but 
for out there, over-the-top sexcapades, this one was the one for the books. LOL. Enjoy. <laughs> so that's a good review. Yeah, it was a great review. Um, and I'm not going to say this reviewer's name, mm-hmm. but I did see this reviewer's name on every single Bigfoot erotic I did find. So they are in the circle. Yes. All they right. know. They're in the know. Yes. All right. So the next one on the list is is titled Seduced by Bigfoot and Ravaged by the Yeti. Ooh. The Secret Adventures of a Fertile Housewife. <laughs> I'm telling you this. There's some like there's something for everybody here. Fertile Housewife is going to be my new um, when I get back on Facebook. I'm just going to change my name. That's my new email address. <laughs> Fertile Housewife. <laughs> yeah. Anytime I get service work done at the house <laughs> and they ask for my email, I'm going to be like fertilehousewife at gmail.com. Fertile, Fertile Housewife 69 at and gmail.com. I lost my checkbook. How can I pay you, sir? <laughs> this is the beginning of Cassie's erotic fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. My erotic fan fiction would be a service <laughs> person coming to do work on my house and a cable guy yes and i have to pay them oh no i don't even have a tv <laughs> um this one is written by ava roach posey and it's 2.99 on kindle so this is a description on amazon betty bradford was a typical small town housewife in rural vermont until one day a beast from deep within the forest smelled how fertile and desperate she was. Eager to leave her dull life and more than eager and willing to serve, she accepted being owned by Bigfoot and regarded as his human slave. Until one day a Yeti appears and steals her away. From the Bigfoot? Yes. What will the (laughs) Yeti do to Betty? What will Bigfoot do to the Yeti? Will Bigfoot seek revenge? Will Betty become pregnant with a beast child? Ooh, I actually do want to know if she becomes pregnant with a beast child. I hope so. And then she could tell because they have different colored fur. Yes. It's the age old story of a love triangle. Yes. Between two cryptids and a woman. Yes. <laughs> the classic tale. Yes. Okay. So this is a review that I found um, for seduced by Bigfoot and ravaged by the Yeti. Five out of five stars. This is a very short story about Betty. A normal housewife who gets abducted by Bigfoot for his sexual pleasure. Very bizarre story and won't be to everyone's taste, but well-written and very kinky. LOL. XX. I feel like this is a niche that I'm going to get into. I mean... I'm going to start writing short stories of cryptid erotica. And I'm going to use that to fund... Anything that we want to do seriously, for the rest of our lives. I, you should get into it and I will help you. I will help you. Can you can be my editor. You can be my proofreader and you can try out anything that I talk about in the book to see if it's physically possible. <laughs> okay. So that was one review. And then I found this review and it seems like some people stumbled upon Bigfoot erotica by accident and they thought it was just like a friendly Bigfoot story. Like It was like the suggestion like, if you like yes. To Kill a Mockingbird, then we think that you would love this Bigfoot erotica. Uh, yeah, because it could be, I mean, seduced by Bigfoot and ravaged by the Yeti. I mean... Yeah, I guess if you literally have no idea what any words mean, you could think that that's not erotic <laughs> fan fiction. So this review gave two out of five stars, and it, and it was titled WTF. <laughs> 
I like reading Bigfoot stories, but this short story <laughs> left me definitely scratching my head. LOL to each his own, I say. So they literally had no idea what they were reading. Yeah, I don't. Maybe that person isn't like maybe English is that person's second language. So they missed the subtle innuendo in the title. I mean, yeah, I guess. Or they could just be like, oh, seduced for the hunt of Bigfoot and ravaged by a Yeti in your campsite. <laughs> they thought it was somebody who just was friends with Bigfoot and then eaten by Yeti. Yes. And they would have been fine with that. Yeah, I mean, maybe they thought, oh, uh, Bigfoot's a, a fantastic chef and he mm-hmm. seduced this person mm-hmm. into the forest with a chicken fucking pot pie I don't know and then Yeti smelled the pot pie and came and just ravaged the campsite I'm just picturing this like a 90 year old man being like dag nabbit this is not the story that I signed up for (laughs) the next one is titled trapped and spread in Bigfoot's cabin by Layla Sparks and the description on Amazon is as such an Amish woman who goes to a cabin trip with her family, gets lost in the woods. Allison comes across a creature in the woods that she'd only heard about in legends. Little does she know her life would change forever from an experience she'd never known. Will she go back to her family or will she stay with a beast who's shown her things she'd never forget? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I don't know what Allison's going to do. I think that she's going to stay with Bigfoot. Maybe. Maybe. I hope so. So the uh, reviews for this one, five out of five stars. Book, as the title suggests, it's a story of a girl in a cabin with Bigfoot. It had suspense, a good setting, and I enjoyed reading the book. I felt the author did a great job. Another great review. Yeah. And then the next review is from somebody familiar. Um, three out of five stars. This is the original reviewer again? <laughs> yes. Okay. So three out of five stars, too short. Mm -hmm. Well, it was exactly as the title said. The writing was good. It had a very specific plot, but it could have expanded on that singular plot. A few more pages would have helped this story a lot. Okay. I mean, that's a good review. Just because it's fanfic doesn't mean it's to be like not taken seriously by the author is basically what. Like, the fans want good writing and a good story. I think the fans want a lot of Bigfoot penis. The more sexcapades, the better. Yes. I feel like from these reviews, they want a more fleshed out story. And, like, more fleshed out characters. And more flesh. Yes. Because a lot of these are, like, 10, 15, 20 pages at the most. Yeah, they're they're short stories. So if you think about it, like, Kindle, it's only $2.99, but that's, like, 20 cents a page. Dude, they're so short. Yeah. 30 cents a page. Yeah. So some of them are longer. Some of them are like 50. And then I think some of them are even longer than that. I mean, I think maybe maybe it's for the reader's own good. If there's too much Bigfoot sex, like people are just going to go wild. They'll, Their heads they'll, will explode. They'll be feral. Yeah. If you write more than 100 pages, these pe- these women are moving to the woods. Yes. They're going to abandon their families mm-hmm. and they're just going to be wandering around the woods in search of a big, hairy penis. Fair. I mean, it sounds nice, actually, honestly. Okay, so shoot for the hundred <laughs> so that all the women can go back to the woods? Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay, so the next one on the list is titled Bigfoot and the Bridesmaid, Sex with Bigfoot by Hot and Wet. Wow, that's a really great... I'm so surprised that her parents chose that name just because I feel like it's... It's obviously very- a pen name. 
I just feel like it's very specific. And it's it's spelled H-A-U-T-E-N-W-H-E-T-T. Because in real life, she's like a fucking school teacher. She's a school principal. And she doesn't want her students to Google <laughs> Mrs. Rebecca Stewart and then fucking find her Bigfoot erotic fanfic. Yeah, I know. And sorry I t- to Mrs. Rebecca Stewart for putting you on blast. <laughs> no, I totally get the pen name. I would maybe even consider one myself. Yeah. Um. This is the, and I thought hot and wet spelled that way was pretty creative. I mean, it's better than what like. It's on the nose, but it's like, it's fine because it fits a genre. Yeah. Okay. So this is the description on Amazon. Much to her pleasure, Jill discovers that what they say about guys with big feet is very, very true. Big boobs? Big (laughs) feet, big titties? Yes. Okay. (laughs) After breaking up with her boyfriend for cheating on her, Jill is in no mood to serve as bridesmaid at her friend's wedding, but the time with their friends and the scenic beauty of the Lakeside Lodge in the Pacific Northwest proved to be helpful in soothing her heartbreak. Even so, feelings of loneliness and pent-up desires continue to plague her thoughts, at least until she meets Mr. Tall, Dark, and Harry. Although monstrous in appearance, Jill finds herself irresistibly drawn to him and discovers that not only is a Sasquatch capable of bringing her to the heights of sexual pleasure that she never thought possible, but in his own way, he's a very considerate lover as well. Okay, first of all, this book kind of sounds amazing. Okay. And I have another point to make. Okay. Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Is kind of the original Bigfoot romance story. Yes. I mean, it's not at this level at all, obviously, because no, it's a, ro- I, it's like a love story. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it's a love story, but it's like, that was one of my favorite cartoons when I was a child. Oh, it's still one of my favorites. But okay, so here's the thing. But here's where it comes into like fetishes and kinks, mm-hmm. because maybe somebody watching Beauty and the Beast, it's not inappropriate in any way. Yeah. But it could be the spark that when you're an adult... It could link you to Bigfoot erotica. That totally makes sense. Or lead you to Bigfoot erotica. That totally makes sense. You know what I mean? Just like Lumiere and the candlestick. Like, I can never look (laughs) at a candelabra the same. (laughs) They are always sexy to me because that little fucking sexy French candelabra in that movie. The feather duster was pretty hot, too. Oh, my gosh. She was so hot. See, there's the thing. That's a thing, like... Yeah, have you ever seen that thing where people are like, here's my unexpected crush? And some of them are like Tony the Tiger. Some of them are like, you know, something weird, like a cartoon, like yeah. Hey Arnold with his weird mm-hmm. football head. Yeah. Mine's fucking Lumiere. <laughs> God. He was pretty smooth. He was so. I mean, literally, because cool. he was made out of wax, but also <laughs> his style, his he, attitude. Yeah. And he was like kind and he was. Like dashing and, and dashing. Sung, yes. Sung, and he was sang. sweet to the feather duster. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so that is a good point about Beauty and the Beast. Unfortunately, as an adult, I will never look at it the same. <laughs> You've ruined it I just forever. Beauty and the Beast for, for everybody. Okay. So this one was the first one that I came across where Bigfoot was like it was more not it was more consensual like the other ones were like oh a damsel in the woods and he kidnaps her and then 
you know, is like mm-hmm. dominant and then she falls in love with him. This but one this is one, more it's like Bigfoot works romance. at a coffee shop and then she walks yeah. in and she's yeah. schmoozes. She's him. having a picnic and she sees him out of the corner of her eye and she's like, Oh, who's that? What is that? <laughs> and then they fall in love and it's like romantic. Yeah. Okay. You know? Um, so this one got a review from Vanessa. Um, which I also think is a pen name for this review. Mm-hmm. Four out of five stars titled steamy for sure. Smiley face emoji. I felt that this was well written with the premise of the wedding and the characters too bad. Jill didn't just stay with Bigfoot, but I know that would be somewhat impossible. I'm just a romantic at heart. This was definitely a fun and hot read. This was the first one that I came across that I'm like, okay, Maybe I'll order this. I don't know. It it does sound like a cute story. It actually sounds like a Lifetime movie if Bigfoot was played by just some dude. Yes. Right? Yes. Like totally Lifetime movie, like brokenhearted at my... And then you have to hang out with your friend who's getting married, which is the worst when you're in a breakup. And then... What's that movie with like Dylan McDermott and Deborah Messing where she hires that guy to be her date and he's an escort? It's like exactly like that, but Bigfoot. But make it Bigfoot. Any Lifetime movie, just plug in Bigfoot. Yes. Make it Bigfoot. Yes. I mentioned... <laughs> Would we get sued if we took Lifetime movie covers and had <laughs> No, we're changing the artwork, I think. I don't know. It's a good idea. That's a good idea. <laughs> so I mentioned Come for Bigfoot, which is pretty popular. It's like one of the big ones. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it was written by Virginia Wade Mm -hmm. and it has like the first number one in the series has 104 reviews which a lot of them on here on Amazon were only like one or two reviews not a lot of reviews Mm -hmm. but this one like 104 reviews is kind of a lot because usually it's less than 10% of people leave reviews yeah and something like this it's like I don't think people would be very willing to leave review because they don't want it to be linked to them right sensitive yeah right so I thought Virginia Wade's story was super interesting. Mm-hmm. She, um, her, uh, I don't know if it was a son or daughter, but she was an empty nester. Mm-hmm. Um, her child had moved away to college and she always had this dream of being a romance mm-hmm. writer. So she was like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. So she did a self-published Kindle book and it did horrible. Um, and she was like really um, discouraged mm-hmm. and disappointed and her husband was like well do you want to do this just to do this or do you want to do this to make money and she's like well I love doing it but I also would like to make some money so he showed her what he was reading and he was reading an erotic novel not Bigfoot just like regular variety mm-hmm. Um, so he's like well why don't you write one of these so she wrote a couple of those they did very well and then she had um, just like an idea to write a Bigfoot erotic novel. And she said it did a, it did better than her first novel and it slowly got some numbers. And then like a very popular paranormal magazine found it, mm-hmm. covered it, and it like exploded. Exploded. And then, Pun intended. Yes. <laughs> So anyways, I thought that was a very interesting story. She kind of just stumbled into it. And it, it is interesting. Do you know how long hers is? Um, no, but she has a huge, like, Comfort Bigfoot is a is like a big 
series. Oh, okay. Like it has a lot of different books in it. So this is a review from Come for Bigfoot titled Bigfoot Love. This is a story of three co-eds who are kidnapped by Bigfoots for breeding purposes because there are no female Bigfoots, which makes no scientific sense. If there have never been any female Bigfoots, where did the species come from in the first place? But I digress. On its face, the idea of human women having sex with these monsters sounds gross, but surprisingly, it's not. (laughs) These are some horny apes. I laughed out loud when one girl who was being seduced said that it's it be by a naughty ape. The only reason I did not give it five stars is because of the violence, which as a pacifist, I find unnecessary. Some rescuers are bu- brutally murdered. Otherwise, this is a good novel. Intrigued. I'm intrigued too. And the, the, <laughs> the I'm honestly intrigued by the person who left the review who's a pacifist and then reads Bigfoot erotic fanfic and also doesn't understand that maybe the reason why there's no Bigfoot women is because their species is so, there's so few Bigfoot that the women just died out before the men. Could you imagine his dating profile? <laughs> Swipe left. I don't know. Pacifist, is it- pacifist, Bigfoot erotic fanfic lover. <laughs> Science. But I also don't, is it swipe right or swipe left to keep somebody? I don't know. I don't either. That's before my time. I don't know. No, it's after our time. It's after our time. Yes. 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 Okay. So I thought that was a great review. I was also more intrigued by the reviewer. (laughs) The reviewer is an interesting man. When he totally went down like on a little rant about science (laughs) and if there's no female Bigfoot. It's literally a fictional story about Uh, a cryptid. Yeah. I don't. It was. I think it's really cool that this woman, this author, Later in life, after she raised her kids and did all these things, decided, you know what? I'm going to start this new path that is like weird. It's out there. It's not for everybody, but I'm just going to do it. And then she wasn't discouraged and she didn't quit when things didn't work out immediately. Like, I think that's pretty badass. I thought it was really cool too. And I thought it was pretty awesome that her husband was super supportive and was just like, yeah, you know, maybe you should try one of these. And instead of like a fluffy romance novel, it's, it's like and full she's on a like, graphic she's erotic like, wow, novel. Husband, you're into some freaking DK. Yeah. And then, um, and then, yeah, she just kind of naturally gravit, you know, fell into the cryptid erotica, which is, it's called crypto erotica. Oh yeah. That makes sense. I think it's like every year you get a little older and you get a little bit more afraid to try something new. Like, I wish I would have been there to tell my younger self, you're not too old the first time I said I'm too old to do that. Because I swear the first time I said I'm too old to do that, I was like 24. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. I wish I could just travel back in time and be like, you are not too old to start this path. Yeah. Like, you're never too old to start a new path. And we're still not too old. No. Like we can live, we can start something at 85 if we wanted. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I know. I feel like I, that's why I shared her, her personal story. Cause I just, mm-hmm. it was inspiring and it was, um, it was cool. I liked it. She seems like a cool chick. I, yeah, definitely. So I kind of fell down a rabbit hole of crypto erotica. Um, and there's an entire world of cryptozoology mixed with erotica and it's 
scary but also kind of intriguing mm-hmm. there is only a couple of those bigfoot um erotica books that was i like the more romancing one yeah um not the you know bdsm stuff i'm don't really like that but um as as far as when it comes to bigfoot <laughs> i prefer to practice BDS, bdsm with other humans <laughs> but i did find some very interesting um other cryptid erotica mm-hmm. and monster erotica Ooh! so there was one i forgot to write it down but there was one that was um i believe monsters need love too and it was about a monster under someone's bed oh my god yeah okay and there's um one called taken by t-rex t-rex there's a whole genre of dinosaur erotica how would t-rex with those arms i have no what's he gonna do seems very dangerous <laughs> and very like oh hey okay well you put this here and i'll put this here and then we'll um oh okay well let's just turn it around and then you do this and then i'll do this <laughs> yeah that one's written by christy sims and alora bronwyn and according to the 124 amazon reviews it has i kind of skimmed through and people actually wanted more sex scenes <laughs> that's all they want that's all they want they just are horny the people are horny <laughs> they're horny for they're T-Rex. just horny <laughs> okay so then i stumbled up across someone by the name of dr lenore ronalds and she's kind of a crypto erotic rock star mm-hmm. um she has a phd in cryptozoology demonology and sexology i want degrees in all of those things yeah, i do too me so too fun and she has written a shit ton of books and i'm just going to read off some of her titles fap for the mothman uh spanked by krampus Ooh. sex maze minotaur Oh, uh, that's a, I could get it. I could read that one for sure. Sex Werewolf Howl. <laughs> cryptid Sex Dungeon. Ooh, so there's like a few cryptids in there. Yeah, and the list goes on. I mean, she writes about um, demon erotica, all kinds of cryptid erotica. And she's so knowledgeable. I mm-hmm. bet the people love her books because the characters are so like well thought out. Yeah. So she um, is kind of amazing. I'm obsessed with her also. And I just like didn't even realize that there was a whole genre of written erotica out there. And I love that it's like a women, female authors. Mm -hmm. A lot of female authors, almost all actually female authors. There was one that was. That's actually surprising to me. I think in my mind, I would have expected it to be men write a more male authors i'm not sure why um maybe because um cryptozoology is like mostly male dominated it's a boys club just like ufology is a boys club mm-hmm. so maybe i don't know but i thought it was cool there was another book that was like cave something it was about um a phd researcher wanders into a cave for samples and she's like ravaged by the cryptid cave dwellers and it was it seemed kind of wild and crazy um so yeah it was cool and this is um I just thought it was cool because there's kind of something for everybody mm-hmm. Definitely. and this isn't like we're not shaming anyone who reads crypto erotica no. this is not the purpose of this episode yeah it was interesting and it's cool and I, like I'm into weird shit too 
And um, it's kind of a nod to Bigfoot and a nod to cryptids and mm-hmm. also like the freaky people that like to read cryptid erotica and maybe myself included. You know, we talk about sex every episode. This was just one more way to get in where we fit in, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I and it was also a nod to indie authors self-publishing. Mm-hmm. Like. So badass. Yeah. Like that is so fucking cool. So yeah. I just thought. And it, female authors. Yeah. So badass. Yes. We fully support this. We are not shaming or making no. fun of anything at all. I'm going to buy one of these I books. mean, I'm always going to laugh if it's a Bigfoot I mean, it's Sex weird thing. I, it's I'm going to laugh, but it's, that doesn't mean I don't like it. It's totally. Laughter is a good sign for me. <laughs> it's totally weird. I actually am thinking about buying that bridesmaids one. It sounds good. It sounds like 27 dresses, but with Bigfoot. We should try to get Katherine Heigl to make this movie. Yes. <laughs> yes. So anyway, I just wanted to put that at the end of the episode. We are not oh, shaming sure. anyone. For sure. I Definitely. think Bigfoot erotica, cryptid erotica is so cool like you do you as long as you're not hurting anybody mm-hmm. like I don't give a fig what you're reading like yeah or, or fantasizing about like whatever I honestly think I might order that one and like we've said before there's a lid for every pot yes there is and before we forget we're taking next week off yes we're gonna take a little vacay and we will ba- be back the following week thank you so much for listening and on that note love yourself Lock your doors and light some sage and read your Bigfoot erotica in the bath with some candles. You're going to need sage if you're hanging on Bigfoot. (laughs) Just for the smell alone. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Some incense, some big Bath and Body Works candles. Hit that lush bar. (laughs) 